Today is June 11th, and we had two games of baseball, the Yankees and the Mets, the Subway Series in the Bronx. The Yanks won the first game. They lost the second game. Morales was a stud, and Paxton was a dud. Let's talk Yanks. That line steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver, Colorado, in an office space in his apartment complex. His name's Jake, and he's wearing a blue shirt. And this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by four very proud individuals. Albert Grazzi, an old friend. Must have re-upped or something, because Albert's been around for a while. Pressure's on the other Albert now, St. John's Albert. Wow, Albert on Albert action, early. Sean Bob. I think that's his real name, Sean Bob. Yeah? His last name can't be Bob. Sean Bob, man. Think of one more guy who had the last name Bob. Last name Bob. It got uh it used to be Bobbit when his family came across to Ellis Island. They just shortened it to Bob. Oh, okay. So it's really Sean Bobbit. It was. Now it's Bob. Okay. Sean Bob. Brian Trusley. That's another familiar name. I think Brian may have re upped as well. Do you not recognize that one? Uh Trusley rings a bell, yeah. Brian Trusley. And Dylan. No last name. Yeah. Dylan. Like Madonna. Like Cher. Sean, Sean Bob Dylan. Sean Bob Dylan. Wow. Yeah. That was cool. Before and after. Is that your favorite Wheel of Fortune part? Yeah. We're, uh, I, I grew up in a not Wheel of Fortune house. Um, my mom used to call it Wheel of Torture. <laughs> yeah. She, why didn't she like it? I don't know. I don't know. We just weren't a, we weren't a Wheel of Fortune house. We were a Jeopardy house. Uh, I like both. Uh, Sean's in the chat. He says it's Sean Bob Riley. So that makes more sense. Okay. Makes more sense. Yeah. Well, it was Sean Bob Riley. Now it's Sean Bob Dylan. So. Yeah. And Dylan, you just gained two first names and your first name became a last name. So that's weird. That's a weird Welcome. situation. Those are our Patreons, our most recent Patreons. $2 a month supports everything Talking Yanks does. Allows us to be live during the games, do the pregame show every day. Allows us to make four episodes a week. Um, we really appreciate your support. It gives you access to uh, win two jerseys from affordablejerseys.com. They have uh, uh, they have Yankee jerseys with no names on the back for under one hundred dollars from a manufac from a majestic manufacturer. Real nice. The uh, what are they called? The kind of jersey that they are. Fuck. Ooh, not sure the term you're looking for. Authentic. Cool base. They're cool base cool jerseys. Base. Yeah, so $2 a month gets you that. Get you, uh, you can be in the chat with us, hang out, ask some questions afterwards. If we didn't talk about something you wanted us to talk about, uh, watch the live video or watch the video whenever you want. So there you go. That's uh, that's what the Patreon's all about. Patreon.com slash Yanks. Jake, it has been a long day of baseball. You and I recorded the pregame show. We recorded... Our daily radio show. We were, we watched the ga- for game one. We recorded a pregame show for game two. We watched game two. A long day of baseball and talking. How are you feeling right now? I'm all right, Jim. I'm um, happy with the bats. Um, had a good doubleheader hitting day. Um, and we split the series, which, you know, again, it would have been nice to win both. It would have been awful to lose both. You split. It is what it is. Um, and, you know, when you look back and you see, you know, none of our big bullpen arms went today. Game two, uh, you know, we finished with Chance Adams and Sesser. 
I don't know, man. I, I don't know if we want to hit it now. I think uh, Paxton raised a yellow flag with me today. I um, uh, no, let's wait. We can wait to get to that. Yeah, I, I know that's a full conversation, but let's let's be honest. That's what's on my mind. So we'll we'll end up there. So I'm uh I'm I'm a little below my my normal positivity um, than usual. And long day, long day. I'm not that down and out. There's things I have uh, worries about, like you just said, that I didn't have before. But I'm not that down right. and out. Like I'm like whatever. So it's hard to win. Both games in a doubleheader. They've done it twice already. They've <clears throat> done it twice already this season. Hard to do it again. But the way the second game went was just kind of like, oh, this, this. I hate these games. So yeah. we'll get into five, that. We're we're five and one in doubleheaders this year. There's a good spin. Boom, Jake. Like that. Jakey spins your old breakdancing name. Always, yeah. My old uh, too drunk in bed name. Oh my god. Do you remember? All right, what are back, you looking at? back to the baseball. I was remembering okay. you spinning in bed, just breakdancing in your bed, drunk. No, the spins, man. You're too drunk. The room starts spinning. I mean, I got it, but I was doing We left the breakdancing behind. No, we I- We left that in the 90s. Boing, 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 boing. Soundboard working tonight. Okay, cool. That was pretty good of you. Nice soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Noises. So I used to break dance in bed. Good for you. Okay. Okay. Should we just go straight into burns? No, we have to do injury reports. Yo, the injury reports. Uh, Boone's, this one has you in the most sour mood, which is funny. This is so stupid. Boone said on Mike Francesa's show, they were like, or no, it was Michael K's show. I apologize, yeah. K. K, Michael, I apologize. That was rude. Yeah. Jesus. I'm sorry, Michael. Anyway, he said on K's show, K was like, do you think we'll see him by London? And Boone was like, scoffed at it. <laughs> London, we'll probably see him by next series. And everyone's like, yeah. whoa, what did you just like have a Gatorade or something? Why are you pent up? Don't be lying to us. Um, there's a possibility we could see Judge and Stanton by next homestand, which is six days away. Ugh. Why say this, Boone? Why say this? Here's what I'll say. You acknowledged that the Yankees acknowledged that they'd been terrible with injury stuff for the past, like, year or so. And then they made a change recently. And they stopped doing all the fake timeline and bad timeline stuff. I mean, for, for the past, like, month, month and a half or so, you've been happy with how the Yankees have handled injury updates. Because they didn't do this shit. So if anyone doesn't understand, well, that's, I guess I guess that's what I'm saying, and I I always land in the positive spin. If if they decided to go there after they've been good about it, I mean, knock on wood, maybe it's good. Um, but yeah, why not just say, hey, he's been looking good. We're we're gonna hope he continues to look good, and hopefully get him up here as soon as we can. Um, instead, he went for it, which <laughs> tells me he looks really good. So that's good news, but. It's also it's it's going back to your ex it's going back to your ex girlfriend or boyfriend and they're like yeah I think this time they made the change and if you get screwed over you're the idiot here. There's no win by Boone saying this. All he does is fans who eat up everything and are gullible like are excited and then will be sour when this doesn't come true. Right. And and it also puts pressure on Judge and Boone or Judge and Stanton. Now they got to answer questions. Do you think you're going to be ready by next Monday? Judge hasn't seen a live pitch yet. You think he's going to be in games on Tuesday? Boone, what are you doing? There's just no need. There's just no need for that. Uh, If it's true, true, and if they are both playing by next homestand, then I will come on this show and I will say, I'm so dumb. No, I still don't think it's worth the risk. Even if it is, ah, uh, no, I think I think that'd be okay. Even if it's true, I still wouldn't say it. I want you to say it. No, no. If even if this comes true, I still think it was dumb that Boone said it. Maybe the team, maybe the team needed a final boost of energy. You know, they they thought the clubhouse was flat. This was their kick in the butt. You know these these guys are coming. Keep it going. Ugh. But anyway, they say Judge is going to start AAA games. That's awesome. Uh, they're going to skip them. Without, with, every player has had like a setback besides Clint, 
who just had like 10 days of being bad after he came off the DL. Gary didn't have a setback. I guess Didi didn't, but everyone, Sevy has, uh, Batanzas has, Stanton has. Sevy, Dell, and Stan. I mean, it's like 50-50, honestly. But, like, you don't know when Judge is going to come back. He hasn't even tried yet. The, the part where he starts trying is when you find out. He hasn't even done it. Unless unless he's doing secret stuff there. Yeah, and that's, uh, uh I'll, I'll say this. I, I think because... If this was a month and a half ago before they they stopped kind of doing the BS, I'd be fully with you going like, yeah, this is so dumb. Um, it, they decided to put their neck back out there again. I'll, I'll believe it, and then if it falls through, I'll say you guys are being dumb again. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Stan did hit a home run in Tampa today, so he's playing and yeah. hit a home run, so that's good news. Um, nice oppo taco homer too i just had someone tweet at me like i don't want Stanton back and i I was you know those people that have that opinion which is so frustrating and i said so you want morales to dh yeah like what are you talking about you don't want Stanton back like three for four people people are frustrating but Stanton coming back will help that'll be good news It's yeah. really, really good last year. It's bad yeah, in clutch won. situations, but uh, guy, guy won an MVP. Hicks was bad in clutch situations last year, and he's only he's been nothing but clutch since he's come up. So, uh, ties into odd statistics and a lot of things. But want Giancarlo Stanton back because he's a guy that's won an MVP award and could potentially be a Hall of Famer. Really good at baseball. Yeah, really good at baseball. All right. Um, any other things? Didi's back. Uh oh, Lasagna started pitching again. Which Johnny Lasagna and Sevi. Sevi, they're gonna they're gonna go as slow as possible. They still said like don't expect him before the All Star break, right? Or anything, which is good. And Batanzas had another setback, which is a bad setback. He's shut down for two more weeks. And Jim, I'm a. I don't know. I thought when I looked back at this whole injury thing, I thought that it was maybe like. 10 to 20% are our strength and conditioning staff and then just 80% baseball and you know our athletes and just how the season goes. Dellen and Sevy having the exact same injury pattern is bizarre to me. I I just I I don't remember that ever happening. They each had their shoulder thing. They took a big break. They come back. They start throwing again, and then it's their lat. Like, <laughs> it's the exact same thing. It was kind of bizarro. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little more suspect on the strength and conditioning crew. I think, uh, you know, I, we, our new joke has been uh, uh, Brian Hoax. When Brian Hoax's book comes out 10 years later, um, about this Yankees team. Like, I, I think we're going to find out some more stuff about the strength and conditioning team that was just like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, Dellen set back. We got a couple guys throwing, and the big boys <laughs> could be back next homestand. Yeah. Don't hold your breath on it. Like, don't be upset if they're not, because it's such yes. a ridiculous thing to promise. Because I don't even get why Boone would say that. He just must have been in a good mood coming off the first game win. He was like, ha ha, you might see him next week. How about that? What? What are you talking about? If we see him next week, I will be ecstatic. I want them back as soon as possible. But I don't want to rush anything. And uh, I want them back healthy as soon as possible. Thanks, Jake. That's what I wanted to say. You go. As long as they're uh, healthy, I don't care what sex they are. what people say about babies but they're lying oh everyone wants uh, specific sex everyone thought you were talking about your dating life for a little bit there did they oh no (laughs) 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 all right you want to burn game one we can burn game one let's burn game one jakey burn jakey burn on your mark i guess it Burn! A rain out makes it Tanaka Tuesday in the Bronx as Masahiro and the Yanks try to become Zach Dream Wheelers 
and the Mets daddy. Congrats on the baby girl, Masa. After everyone's favorite Kendrys Morales RBI single, Los Mets put up a four spot led by Jeff Goldblum McNeil. Three run Bob, 4-1 Mets after three. But then it's all Yanks, baby. Retweet, congrats on the kid, Tank. El Gary, RBI single. Geodude, and I ain't talking Pokemon. Two-run shot, tied at four. The king in the north, Luke. Three-run, Johnsonville, brought seven, four. Urshela, RBI single. Old man, Guardy with an RBI triple. Nine, four, Yanks at this point. Release the Kraken. El Gary with the ice cream on the cake. Ooh, a little squid on the cake. Tanaka to Canely for three pitches. Put Alonzo on his butt, literally. To hail, Yanks win 12-5 final. I liked the first game a lot. First game was a lot of fun. You got a mini comeback. You got a lot of hitting. You had the one bad tank inning, but then he was good outside of that. Um, Yeah, just good stuff all around. I just got mad. Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. Something was going on weird with the sun because no one could see a damn thing. Every ball, the infielders were fighting. It was bizarre. The like, sun was out. Yeah. Didi made some errors that made everyone upset. Just got Tommy John on his throwing arm. <laughs> yeah, and, and let's be honest. If there was a a B-minus defensive first baseman, might not have two problems there. Boone was trying to say that as nicely as possible in his post-game press conference. Like, he skidded around it, but he was like, actually, the first play by Didi's a pretty good play. He's got to rush that throw because he's a speedy base runner. And, you know, Morales, if he's a little bit more flexible, flexible, he probably makes that scoop. On. <laughs> and then the next one, like, yeah, Morales I- didn't even need to come off the bag on the second one. He just needed to put his foot on the, like, shift his foot over. In in my head, if you replayed those two plays, Kendrys Morales makes .5 of those plays. He ended up making zero. Voight makes one of those plays. And I think Greg Bird like makes one of a, one and a half of those plays. And he's not like a special first baseman by any means. Um so yeah, I think I think that was funny. People were starting to get like mad at Didi on the on the interstate there. Oh, there's people um, are just being the worst. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, we're we're too we're a catch and a pick away from that not being a conversation at all. So not worried about that. Yeah, and the double play ball up the middle, I feel like if he makes that play, everyone raves. Dude, he's back and he's making great plays on the, you know, I'm talking double play right before the home run. Yeah, it was it was tough and it's man, I I don't want to drop my first baseball Susan, but like if Didi's an 8 defense an 8 out of 10 at shortstop, there is like Four straight plays that were like eight and a halfs. Like he had the diving play towards second base that he knocked down, but they couldn't make a play on. He had the diving play in the hole that he knocked down that stopped a run from scoring, but he couldn't make a play on. <laughs> so it was just like it. It's one of those times in baseball where it's like really all you know. There's weeks when you might get one of those plays, and then he got them in like two innings. Um, so yeah, I think. Um, and you know, I, I I'll go glass half empty a little bit. If if this ended up being a tight game and in those mattered, I think we'd be saying harsher stuff about Didi. But he's still coming back, a better first baseman, and they're not even conversation pieces. So there. Boom. Tanaka struggled, but one inning, and the defense really failed him. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I I will always say like if a if a pitcher gives up a home run, that's his fault. I don't care what errors right. happened beforehand. Tanaka gives up the home run, a couple hard hits, uh, so it wasn't great. But he did go seven. He did go seven innings, and with the defense behind him, made him throw more pitches. Imagine if they like all those plays were made. Would have been a spectacular outing, maybe maybe solo shot and two run homer, and he goes eight innings. Would have been crazy. Yeah, you, and you can't, uh, I, you. We, we we are going to have to give some – I think we did it in the Boston series a little bit. Maybe we have to do it with every team, a kind of like what did we learn about uh, the visiting team. Uh, Jeff McNeil is a ball player. Um, you, you could hear it in Kester's voice. Kay was like, holy holy smokes, this dude's, this dude's real. He went two for five in both games. Uh, he's now hitting three thirty eight with a four eleven on base percentage on the season. Um, 
so you know, uh, he got tank, and and that's what it was in the first game. Did you um, like what he yelled in the dugout? Do I like that he yelled? Did you hear what he yelled in the dugout? I did not hear what he yelled. Yankee Stadium, baby, woo! Because he hit a, yeah, like like a short porcher. Kind of funny. Fun yeah, little tidbit. Um, yeah, but Tank settled in and gave us like distance, which is what we needed. And then Gio with a bomb, Voight with the absolute bomb, and Gary with one for fun later on. Yeah, and this this was big for Urshela because he. He was in a little slide, and I, I said it before the game got canceled yesterday. He wasn't in the lineup, and I was happy about that because he, he, needed, he needed a day off. And then, man, and, and I guess it's one big game in baseball can, can <laughs> change a lot. Um, but, I mean, after, after today's second game, which he goes 0 for 4, he's still hitting 312, 366. Like, we, we need to get our Geo Urshela scope back right. Like, even if he struggles... Um, in the second half or going forward. I mean, any, if at any point Gio Urshela is still above 300, like, uh, uh, celebrate. <laughs> celebrate, yeah. Celebrate. Um, Kendrick Morales was the hero, but we can save that, I think. I guess, uh, yeah, he goes three for five, couple runs. I mean, the base running, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stir- legs Stir- out a double, scores on a single. Sterling was having a blast with that. He Gla- loves talking about how slow Morales is. Glasses Morales. Um, Weird-looking guy. Like, there's a chance Mabin could double him up on the base paths. You think so? You think Mabin's faster than Gardner? Um... I, I was going to go the Tyler Wade at first. I was going to go Waiter. Um, I I think I think Maben, I think Maben might have him. Do you okay? If they both start at the same time, does Wade score by the time he gets to second? It's tight. That's really tough. I mean, that's running a hundred yards, and another guy runs fifty yards. It's tight. If you did it another way, if you started Morales on second base and wait at home plate and race to home, I think that's a that's a photo finish. Yeah, I don't know. I think Morales can box out at the end there. It's illegal, Jake. I it's unintentional. He's too big. Do you remember in high school when we raced uh what was Ham is was his nickname? And yeah. he was he was slow as hell and was it me or Tidge raced him? Running backwards and hammering. I think ran. you went backwards. I think I've run. It was me or Tidge. We, one of us went backwards versus him running forwards, and it was a really close race. It was tight. Yeah. So well, that's some ideas. Wade can try and do that. Okay. Some, some fun for next. Hey, Wade, training. we're calling you up. Okay. Who am I replacing? No, no, no. We're just going to have you run backwards versus Baralis one for an hour. <laughs> then you're going to have send, a little fun. We're going to send you back down. Have you learned to hit yet? No? Okay, well, then this is all you get to do. Oh. Oh, um, Jake, so don't what be else, mean. What else happened in game one? Canely came in for uh, one at bat, knocked down Alonzo. Gardner made that diving catch to start off the game, which was nice. Start the game, set the tone, change the course of the game. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Joe. Um, and, Jim, the other thing that kind of got overlooked, um, are we overlooking now, the Todd Frazier error. Oh, huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. He said that he blew the game afterwards in yeah. his postgame. He was like, yeah, it was a tie game, and I blew the game. Yeah. Go go from locked up at fours to 7-4 at the stadium. I mean, that's a, that's a completely different vibe. So that was uh, that was pretty big. They said um, that Aaron Hicks is Todd Frazier's neighbor, but I think Todd Frazier still lives in Tom's River. Aaron Hicks doesn't live out here. Um, I, you know, it's a weird thing to lie about. I'll go find um, him. Weird thing to lie about. Uh, yeah, another. Um, I, I guess. I guess the asterisks. If we're gonna start throwing asterisks on this game, which we're not, because we never do that. Yank still walked away from this game with three errors. <laughs> we got. We got to tighten it up at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Kendris is playing. Yeah. Dude, good dude socks. Socks. Dude socks. Um. <laughs> all right. Let's go on the game too. The fun one. David Hale, ERA down to two five seven, babe. Do you know I like Hale? Yeah. Do you know that? 
Yeah, we like Hale. Okay. I like Remember, him. We saw him in spring training last year, and we like fake kind of liked him, and then we kind of liked him. And now Coney was talking about his stuff. His fastball's up two miles per hour, and he's got a nice little slider. Yeah. I'm a, he's got a big beak on him, too. Oh, yeah, big beak. Kind of giving, like giving Caleb Smith a run for his money, beak-wise. You know I like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're a big, uh, uh, what's that bird called? Pecan? Toucan. Toucan. Pecan is, toucan, pecan is a nut? What is that? Yeah, it's a nut. I put him in my banana bread yesterday. It wasn't good. Uh, toucan Sam. You like the Toucan Sam nose. You've always liked guys with Toucan Sam noses. That's a personal thing about Jake Storielli. If you own a big nose, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I I do I but I do like Kale. I, I mean it kind of more as a guy when I watch his interviews. I'm like, I like this guy. It's it's tough because David Hale, unless he gets a lot more opportunities and he keeps rolling like he has been, David Hale is the classic guy you you look at on the Yankees and you're like, Man, I would I would love to see him get a full year's work in uh in Milwaukee. <laughs> Like you, like you want him to get a chance, but not fully with the Yankees, which is a little rude. Yeah, give him the Caleb uh, Smith treatment. Trade him out of here, and we'll see. You know his full name is David E. Hale. Did not. Well, now now we're all learning things. All David right, David and Hale. You ready for two game two? I think so, Angelmark gets it. Burn. The big syrup bottle, James Paxton versus Jason Bourne Vargas as the MLB's sexiest pitcher tries to take down the Bombers. Pax Daddy was drowning in syrup from the start. Three-run shot to Pete Kiko Alonzo before recording an out. Three RBI singles in the third. Cheese and rice, 6-0 Mets. Well, hold on right there, partner. Bases loaded, Glaber RBI single. In Urshela RBI groundouts, okay, not ideal, 6-3. But oh no, J.D. Jefferson Davis led the charge with a two-run shot. S-Cargo, my cargo, solo dolo. Guardy parks one late for funsies, but Yanks lose 10-5. Split the doubleheader with their little brother. Good for the Mets, you know? Got, Got to Paxton, big time. Paxton, oh, okay, we'll save it. I would, that's save a bigger it. conversation. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't like how this game went down. What, what inning did Chance Adams come in, Jake? Chance Adams came in the uh, he Paxton left the game after two point two. Okay, so what when what inning did the Yankees put the three spot up? So the Yankees put the three spot in the third after the Mets put up a three spot in the third. So it was six zero, and then it was six three. The next inning, was and that was fourth, like was the fourth when inning? it was six three. You were like, okay, Yanks are going to do this. Like Vargas on the mound, we're putting together some good at bats. We're getting guys on base, um, and then JD Davis hits the two run shot. So it goes from six three. You've cut the lead in half back to eight three instantly, and you're like, God damn it. So that was the that was the. J.D. Davis' home run was in the fourth. Each team put up a three spot in the third. Three, three, three. So if you were, okay. So Chance got the last out of the third, and then he goes back in for the fourth. Yeah. Can I interest you in a game that was played on June 1st, Jake? Okay. Domingo Herman was pitching, okay? Yes. He went three and two-thirds, okay? Right. Three and two-thirds. After him, Chad Green, Tommy Canely, Adam Adovino, Jonathan Holder, Zach Britton, Aroldis Chapman. Yanks had done it before. They were only up one run, but they were up. There's an off day tomorrow. We just got the game within three. I would have loved to use the bullpen and not throw Chance Adams there. But that's what they do. They have the extra body. They're going to use the extra body. And it's it's a message to the whole team like, hey, if Chance doesn't blow this, let's try to win it. But if Chance blows it, is what it is. We've done a fourth inning bullpen on a couple times now. We've bullpen gamed a bunch. We had yeah. 
everyone available. And to the point where I'm pissed Britain didn't pitch in this game because now he's right. going to have three days off in a row. Uh, Chance Adams isn't good. Um, he, so they I, I've got you. I've got you. Because you, we, we do know how much the Yankees love rest. And, I mean, these relievers are getting good, healthy rest at this point, which was one of your concerns a couple weeks ago about the bullpen getting taxed. You would have liked to see them go Chad for the last out of that inning and then maybe a second inning. And then if if they do stretch the lead, then we get it. You're going to use Chance Adams because you have the chance to use Chance, hardy, har, har. Um, but you're right. It would have been nice to have at least an inning of buffer there. And, you know, we, we love Zach Britton getting regular work because that's when he's at his best. Um, so I get that part of it too. But, yeah, I, I think the most you can ask is that they go to Chad for 1.1 and see if he can see if he could keep it close or the Yankees can tighten it up. But from there, you just know the Yanks are going to Chance Adams. No, I mean, I thought when it was 6-3 and then I was like, oh, we're going to win this fucking game. Mets bullpen's not good. Like, we have some momentum right now. But then as soon as the bloop goes over Urshela's head, error, whatever that was, and then the home run, I was like, oh, we're not going to win it because we're just going to continue to keep Chance out there. And then when he gives up a home run in the next inning or two innings later, You're done. Yeah. You you would have liked to see a stopper before Chance Adams. That that's more than fair. Yeah. So I mean, and what are we doing with Chance now? I mean he's literally got, you literally using him for four point one innings and sending him home. But he's got no future. Like his trade value is nothing. Um I don't know what his future is. Yeah, I I think you're or not year. I I think chance they're still keeping him stretched out as a starter for this season just to see if anything clicks. And then next year is his Louis Sessa year where it's like chance you're going to be a reliever, empty it out for two innings. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he has the stuff to do that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if Chance has a plus pitch, which makes him more of like an Adam Warren, uh, Jonathan Holder reliever. Which yeah, we've seen them be successful in ways, but I'm I mean if he can I, I mean again he pitched he threw a lot of bullets today he ended up throwing oh now I'm looking at that June first game you told me to look at um but I mean Chance ended up throwing and this isn't me procrastinating because I'm clicking around the screen Chance ended up throwing 88 pitches today <laughs> Chance Adams threw a full start <laughs> um. So I I think there's still a world where if you tell Chance like you're gonna what was throw his final 40, line? His final line is four point one three or three runs, two earned runs, uh, three strikeouts, three walks, three nine seven ERA on the year. He gave up two homers. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. There's still a world where if Chance Adams, if he's only pitching an inning or two, can add a mile and a half to his fastball and make his slider a little sharper. He could have a shot at being an MLB guy, but um, unfortunately right now, if chance I mean, the, was the starter isn't going to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, if chance was any better, he'd be wearing a different uniform. I mean, they tried to shop him in 2017 when his value was as high as ever and no one bit because it's yeah. just not there. But <laughs> a lot of the same stuff we said about Sessa. Yeah. And that's yeah. the same. Well, we traded for Sessa, so it's a little different. <laughs> who, who, who came in after chance. What did Sessa do? Uh, one inning and then zeros across the board. No strikeouts, no walks, no hits, no runs. Go and then Sessa. Tarpley got an inning too. So yeah, yeah. I really wanted Britain to get that last inning to keep him regular. Um, nah. I don't know. What about offensively? Did anything anything stick out to you here? Uh, we had the Guardy late home run that didn't really matter, but he had a long foul ball before. He's been hot. Um. Not really. LeMahieu did LeMahieu stuff. I mean, Gary <laughs> missed a couple home runs by a couple feet. Gary's um, at-bats were awesome versus Vargas. Gary versus Vargas was some of the most entertaining um, pitching versus hitting matchup I've seen this season because if there was a mistake, Clobber. if Vargas missed within the plate, it was a home run. 
Um, but he, man, I give Vargas credit, man. He was hitting his spots most of the time. Like literally they had the box on the screen and he was hitting not the lower quadrant. He was hitting the lower corner. Um, it was really fun to watch. Yeah. I wanted to do a breakdown of the, the Gary versus Vargas at bats. Cause they were cool. Cause I tweeted, he, he had, he had a, a nut. He didn't have enough to fool Gary stuff wise, but he had enough to kind of like deceive him enough. Where Gary yeah. was fouling him off, not being able to do anything, and they did get a nice single. And his flyout was a hard hit ball to center field, his first at bat. But that was cool. Um, yeah, just a bummer of a game, man. Just Chance Adams, I don't like that with the full bullpen rested, like rested, and the off day tomorrow. I know that we've been using the bullpen a lot, but actually we haven't. Like we, they've had significant rest now with the rain out and the other games. They were a yeah. Lot it's of, been it's been what like a week and a half since we were we were on the like whoa the bullpen is getting used a lot but maybe I mean maybe they realized I mean you know the Canley was getting hit a little bit uh, Adovino got hit maybe maybe they made a mental decision that they were like yo we if we do have an opportunity to throw on the brakes we're gonna do that now and that would make sense especially after the Cleveland game where we just saw. Canely give up four and Adovino give up a home run where they've been insanely good for the month before that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be it. Maybe all yeah. the bullpen guys were like, yo, if you can give us a day, give us a day. Yeah. Um, whatever. Larry Rothschild wasn't with the team. Where was Larry? No one knows. They kind of said it weird. I'm, I'm guessing he had a f- personal issue, death or birth or graduation, but if they had a graduation, they would say. If they had a birth, they would say. So maybe it was a death in the family. Um, all Kay would say was he got the weekend off or he got the series off. Harky was hmm. in the Harky was in the dugout. So yeah, he was having fun. He was busting Canley's balls. Oh, got to. Yeah, you, you get like your a, one. You get your one series in the dugout. You're you're having a blast. Yeah, yeah, you're barking. Um. Are you going to talk about Clint later? Um, um, maybe. Yeah, probably a little bit, right? All right, cool. I'll save it then. Let's move on. To the awards brought to you by Jake's. Sister Renee, sponsoring wow. the awards segment. Thank you, Nene. We appreciate it very much. It is sponsored by sponsored by the R Sisters, Ritzy too. Ritzy too. My I saw her this Ritzy. weekend. Yeah, yeah, you did see her. Nice. Um, all right, the first award that we give out here on Talking Yankees is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. And Jake, the heathen, gets to go first since it is a Tuesday, which is his least favorite day of the week. Jake, who is your pride of the Yankees? So, we, I mean, we've got a two-game set here on a double-header day, so we got a, you know, a, a limited sample size to work from here. Um, so, I mean, and we, we got blown out one game. I'll, um, you know what, let, let me go to the happy fella, Gio Urshela. Um, Jimmy, he has a big game. He was he was cold. Um, as cold as ice. As cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice our love. Um, a something we haven't talked about in a while. Um, and I don't know why I had it today for some reason. I think it was because someone DM'd me and they were like, you "If suck. you had to, if you had to keep one guy in the future, um, going forward with the Yankees, would it be?" Clint, Andujar, or Florial. Um, Those are the three options? Yeah. Clint, um, Andujar, Florial. Right? It's kind of a, it's a twisted question. I think I, I think I landed on Clint. Um, but there's a lot of moving parts there. Um, that might be a voicemail question. Andujar. Um, and, man... Every ball I hadn't again, I haven't had this thought in a while, and I don't want to be rude to Miguel Andujar. The balls hit at Urshela today. I just saw like five different ways that Andujar could mess up the play. I haven't even um, thought about Andujar. I know. He's been out. Um but uh 
so I'll start with the defense. We we overlook it. I know some of the advanced defensive metrics haven't been great to Urshela. Defensive metrics and small sample size are a nightmare. They're not good. Uh, use your eyes with Gio Urshela. He can play a great third base. It's known throughout baseball, so don't try to don't try to be smarter than that. Um, and Jim, he was in a slide. He comes out in game one today. Four ribbies, a uh, little little three for four action coming at you, Cleopatra. Um, and I mean some some big hicks. We 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 forget we're down four one in this game. Um, you know, a, a little thing here, a little thing there, and we're we're still down in this game into the later innings. Um, luckily that was not a problem, uh, mostly to Urshela Voigt and El Gary. Um, but Gio needed this in a bag bad way, a bag way, I should say. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, just coming his last seven games, he was hitting 136, 523 OPS, which brings out all the doubters, especially when you have the pass that he has. Um, and if, if he could have another little hot stretch, even if it's a week, like his numbers are still going to be bonkers. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I'm giving my pride to Gio Urshela, the happy fellow. Wow. He doesn't want it. He said, no, thank you. Oh, kindly declines. All right. Still got it. Cool. I'm split with my pride of the Yankees, Jake, between two people. Split. Split. Like, like the Adams. Good movie. The Adam family. Ba-dum, ba-dum. I'm going to go Brett Gardner. Because wow, the, the other guys. Oh, wow, wow, wow. uh, you guys love Brett Gardner. I hate Brett. God, now he should be out of the league. Brett had a good two days. He played both games because he doesn't get hurt and Hicks gets hurt. So they're like, let's just run Cardi out there. Uh, He's more durable. He had two hits in the first game, two hits in the second game, hits a home run uh, at the end there to win me the homer draft, which is huge. Right. That's a huge, huge by him to help me out there. Uh, two runs scored, two RBIs, made that diving catch, then played left field, then played center field. Clint almost ran into him on a play. He's been hitting the hell out of the ball. The day that he threw his helmet and split his lip, he hit three balls on the screws that game but didn't get anything for it. But if we were to watch all his at-bats, he's been hitting the hell out of the ball. Now, listen, this ain't going to last, and he shouldn't be a starting player, so... For all the people that are like, you guys fucking love Brett Gardner. I do like Brett Gardner. So, so in your face, I do like Brett Gardner. But I don't. We think don't should... like. We don't like him over Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Nor Aaron Hicks. People forget that. I like his defense over Clint. I don't like his offense. Yeah, and we we got into a nice internet tussle with with one of our friends, uh, Nebraska Joe. Who I don't think is from Nebraska. I think I got to stop talk, calling him that. No, he is. Um, he used to say he was from Oklahoma, but he is from Nebraska. He's an Oklahoma fan, something like that. But um, yeah, uh, he made a great play to start the game, playing left field. Um, and just I, so many people have told me he's not an elite left fielder anymore. And we got into a big tussle because the fact that that changes the whole game. We saw Tanaka. Two starts before this, first play of the game, ground ball to DJ LeMahieu, boots it. Tank ends up giving up four in the first, and then he goes no runs the rest of the day. Tank today. Guardy makes that nice play. Guess what? Tank settles down, and then the inning (laughs) that Tank does give up the four runs again was the the inning that Didi was making bad defensive plays. So, um... Uncle Brett has had some really good at-bats his last three games, um, and hopefully we get another hot streak out of him, and we'll, we'll see how hot and how long, how hot and how long he can keep it going. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's my hell favorite yes. video. Get the stopwatch out. Let's watch Jake have sex. Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> what? Is that what we're seeing how how hot and how long you could go? Is that what the conversation? This is gross, Jake. That's disgusting. this segment was sponsored by our sisters. <laughs> we got to move on. Next award we give out is you Yankee motherfucker. And Jake, you go first. And uh... go ahead, do it, Jimmy. In the words of Kawhi Leonard, layup. Yeah. This is a layup. Layup. 
I'm going James Paxton, man. Um, and I, uh, I mentioned before there's a little bit of a fear factor. Uh, his ERA is up over four. Uh, 2.2, six earned runs. That's unacceptable. Only one strikeout, Jim. He had no swing and miss stuff. His fastball was around 94 when we saw him in his first Boston game. He was hitting 98, 99 regularly. I'm a little worried we're going to hear injury stuff. Because um, don't get me wrong, I understand that there's days when you're you're going to sit at 98 and there's days you're going to sit at 96. I think they said Paxton is the... For starting pitchers, he's like the fifth, fifth or fourth hardest thrower in the AL, and where he's coming off that knee thing that he had these weirdly honest quotes about, <laughs> where he was like, oh, "It doesn't feel great. I feel something in there, but you know, I'll play." And now we see this performance, and it's a yellow flag, man. I'm uh, my my big thing that I'm gonna have said throughout this whole season is that when when we hit the playoffs. I need two out of the three of Tank, Paxton, and Sevy to be right. Um, and Paxton, up until this start, uh, has given me nothing but confidence that he's going to be good throughout. I mean, this was no velocity. This was he couldn't get any swing and misses. This was very concerning for me. I have some descriptions of this outing by James Paxton. Okay. Lackluster. Yeah. Unenthusiastic. Okay. Lackluster. Okay. I think we did. All right. I had another one, but I fucking forgot it. Damn. There was another one. Unnerving. No, it wasn't that. No. No. Um, undetermined. There, there you go. Okay. He looked He looked complacent. I don't, it, it, they might say he's injured. But remember when he played against the Red Sox and he came out like, screaming and yelling and he was just like staring death stares and he was like mad and angry that was not the guy on the mound today well and and again maybe maybe this is still our education at james paxton like maybe he has days like this where we talk about days that it's normally off speed pitches right it's normally you know tank doesn't have his splitter or some, you know, Domingo can't control his slider. Maybe there's days when James Paxton didn't have his fastball because he went away from it. Coney was talking about it in the booth. Um, and so maybe that's where all that confidence went and gone because he, he didn't have his fastball. Yeah. He was, uh, I don't know, man. It was uninspiring. Yeah. Did I use that word? I don't think you did. Okay, there we maybe go. That, maybe that was the initial word. Add that to the list of words that I used to describe the outing by James Paxton. Lackluster. Uninspiring. Maybe that was my other word I used already. But um, he is also my motherfucker. It's only two games, and like, I'm not going to make up someone else to just say mean things about, which I don't want to do. I don't, did, would, did you even have a second? A backup MFer? Yeah. Like who would you I even go to? Tanaka because of the one inning. There, Didi because of the errors. Backup MFers. Yeah, I mean you could. I mean you could start going Chance if you really wanted to. I mean, nah, you I'm can't. I'm sure there's other for being who he is. Oh yeah, I go. Oh, I can and I will. Um, oh, oh hell. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure you could put together. You know, Mabin went 0 for 4 if you, if you really wanted that. Um, I don't, I don't. Romine, <laughs> always up for it lately. Jeez, dude. Terrible at bats again, man. We're, he, had we're a not doing he had a nice walk. <laughs> yeah. Vargas walked him. I was like, oh, boy, we're coming back today. Was Vargas a dumb idiot? Yeah. But instead, nothing like that happened. All right, moving on. We now have... Regular old awards. Jake gets to go first. I have such a good award picked out. I'm so scared you're going to steal it. But let's hear. Let's hear. What is your first award, and who will be receiving it, young Jake? I am going with the. Um, what do I want to call this? I'm I'm looking for an athlete. Um, Michael Jordan. <laughs> that is an athlete. Uh, who's 
who's a good athlete that talks in the third person? Um, no idea. We had a Dennis Rodman. I, I, I'll I'll go with the 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 Neon Dion Award. The Neon Dion Award goes to. It's going to Clint Frazier. Okay. Um, you you mentioned wanting to talk about Clint, and I think Clint deserves to be talked about, especially, um, what kind of went down in this series. He, he he was supposed to DH last night. He ends up doubling up in right field with the way that Booney needs to juggle the lineup with everyone else's health. Um, we see a couple tough routes. Um, we see one of those balls in the corner that have been death balls for him. Um, he made the catches and I, I think the bigger thing that jumped out to me, uh, which was something that I felt, but Aaron Boone said it today is that Clint is just so confidence driven. Um, we see it at the plate. We've seen it on the base paths and we've seen the opposite of it in the field. Um, so we, we saw, you know, he took he took one pass route that we were joking about from game one. Uh, he had a couple can of corns, and he made the plays. And if he can do that, uh, you know, we can use him out there for some games and then pull him in the seventh inning for someone else. But um, my guy caught the fly balls. You know, we didn't get any huge Bronx cheers out of it. And and that's what we're looking for. So if Clint can keep building that confidence, I mean, it, it's not something that by the end of the year he's going to be a defender we ever feel good about. But there's a chance that Clint can work up towards the fact that if we see a fly ball that's near him, we don't have to hold our breath. Um, I don't think so. But um, Clint... Did there was one where he was about to full out dive and then he stopped and he caught it a liner in front of him and that was really that nice. was progress. But the zigzag route on the Tanaka fly ball, he was just waiting for Hicks to call him off, and then had to make the catch. A couple of the others down the right field line, like you could see Hicks, uh, you could see Clint do a deep breath, like <sighs> okay. Um, and they were all should have been just easy, easy fly balls. But he made the catches, and that's what counts. You, you know what it is like? You know how we fight against the analytic people who say that um, the expectations, uh, the results always matter, not the expectations? The results from Clint since the saga has been great. The results have yeah. been great. But the eye test screams like, holy shit. <laughs> Hold your breath. Yeah, it's it's still it's still nowhere where we need it to be to be confident. If we can get to a point where routine fly balls are routine with Clint, that's a win. I'm I'm not expecting anything else outside of that within the realm of this season. But um, my guy does have the ability to catch routine fly balls, and I, I think it's just going to be confidence. I, and I think uh, we talked about he wasn't he was DHing in the first game Monday, and that game was supposed to be rainy, and we saw him struggle with the rain. I, I wonder if... <laughs> the the Clint Frazier equation is going to become what's the weather looking like? <laughs> is it rainy or is there a tough sun? Um, and then who's on the mound? If it's one of our bigger fly ball guys, we wouldn't like to have him out there. Um, if it's a strikeout guy, all right, maybe this is when we got to try it and try to build it up. So, um, but keep keep that confidence up, Clint. Clint. Um. Yeah, okay. My next award. You're hogging all the award time, Jake. All the award time. Oh, Jake just put a hat on. What was the decision behind that? What was the thought process? You were been sans hat all episode? So I brought it, um, and then by the time I set everything up, I started sweating. Mm -hmm. So I had to take the hat off because the hat looks better backwards on me. And then if you have a sweaty forehead with the, the clippy part of the hat, that's an awful feeling. Yeah, you got to go... That's why I put it up here when I'm sweaty head. Right. Not here. That just makes my peanut head look even worse, though. Well, let's see it. 
Yeah, you can't do that. You don't. Yeah, wow. I can't do that. It's it it turns into like a giant yamaka on me. So wow, that was weird um, looking. Yeah. That was super so weird. yeah, sorry. So what's your first award? Uh, congrats on not sucking for one game, you suck bag. Award. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um. And I really didn't want you to steal it from me, so I'm glad you went, Clint. You went double suck bag. Um, man, I didn't know you felt that way about Juan Lagares, but geez. No, it goes to Kendris Morales. Oh, Kenmo. Yeah, congrats on not sucking for one game. You suck bag. Award goes to Kendris Morales, and he's going to accept it proudly. Uh, we were all like, man, don't put Kendris in, and then he has three hits. Scores a lot of runs, two runs, RBI, three hits, got involved, part of the Dude, team. athlete. Scored from second on like a single. That was Legging weird. out doubles, scoring on on shots to left. Yeah, so congrats, Kendris. I still don't want you on the team anymore. I don't want you starting. Like, there was a doubleheader, so you had to start. I accept yeah. it, and you came to task. I don't think you have to start anymore. So I'd, I'd like you not to start anymore. If they sent you down and brought, like Stan's coming in a week. I think we did this on the pregame show. Or I did this last episode. I can't remember. But if, if Stan is coming in a week, I wouldn't mind if they called Tyra up for the interim and just DFA'd Morales. Like it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, and unfortunately with the Yankees, we we know they like to use up their assets. So we've got... It looks like we're facing three righties in Chi-Town. Uh, Nova Giolito, my guy, who's t- totally turned it around, and Reynaldo Lopez. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm expecting to see Ken Mo in at least two of those three games. <sighs> what if when Stan comes back or whoever comes back next, they 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 keep they keep Morales and DFA Mabin? Do we riot? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What should our protest be? I mean, I was licking sand when they refused to get rid of Chase and Shreve. I mean, if that happens, I will protest. I might write a letter to the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I think I think we each have to write a letter, and we we'll submit it. Yeah, I'll mail it to him, old school style. Yeah, post office is right next door. I'm mailing El Gary hats every day because he keeps hitting home runs. So, all right, I don't think it's gonna happen, but yeah, we'll protest for sure. Yeah. It'll be called uh, the protest protest. The protest protest. What's your next award? People have been dying to know. My next and my final award, Yim. Yimme. My good friend, Jaime O'Brien. O'Brien. Um, God, you, you took my second award with that Kendry's Morales award. Um, how about the, the George W, how about the, the 2003 award? Wow. That was the year you, uh, found your downstairs, right? That was, uh, I think that was the year I graduated eighth grade. I think that's. You know, two-sport middle school captain. A lot of people still talk about that into mm-hmm. their adult years, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Jimmy, the 2003 award goes to Gary Sanchez. No. No, take it back. No, I stole his award. Wow. Hey. Oh, you oh, you big mad, huh? Jake, take it back. Jimmy. Oh, have song queued up. There has been... One catcher in AL history that has had 23 home runs going into the All-Star break. It was Pudge Rodriguez, and I believe he finished that year with 35, which is the AL record for home runs by a catcher. Mm -hmm. Gary Sanchez hit his 20th today. He is the first person since Pudge to have 20-plus homers since the All-Star break. So if he gets four more before the All-Star game, so let's quick, quickest of Google searches, July 9th, 
So we've got a little under a month for Gary Sanchez to hit three home runs to tie or four to take the lead as the most home runs by a catcher before the All-Star break. He's on pace for close to 50. Again, the AL record is 35. We probably have one listener out there that got fed up last year and said, should we start Austin Romine a catcher? Um, Gary's been great defensively. One listener? Yeah, one. Oh, my God, we had multiple. Wow, Jimmy's calling you guys out. But uh, So, yeah, I mean, that's an awesome, incredible thing. Gary goes yard today. The Vargas and bats were as fun as baseball kind of gets um, from a like nerdy baseball, not nerdy, but uh, just contrasting styles. And uh, yeah, Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez stole my award. What was your super cool song you had ready to go, brah? It was the My Eyes Adore You. Though I never oh. laid a hand on you, my eyes adored you. From a million miles away, I can see that I adore you. It was going to be good. You blew it. These eyes have seen a lot of love, but they're never going to see another love like you. I think that's true. Yeah, I don't know the words to any songs. Like, like, I could probably do that Jimmy's Brother thing pretty good. I don't know any of the words. The, you, that's a different song than the one I was singing. Oh, I know. Okay. All right. So now I have to scramble for a new award, and there's not much out there. So I'm giving it the, the this is the, um, I just had it. I just had it, Jake, and now I lost it. I had it. I lost it. Okay? This is the T-I-double-G-er award. Okay? T-I-double-G-er award? Yep. Like Winnie the Pooh's friend? Winnie the Pooh's friend. Put some respect on his name. You don't know. Who's getting the award? You don't know what character on Winnie the Pooh that is. It's literally, we're spelling his name out. You mean Eeyore's friend? Are you stalling? Who's getting the award? Tommy Canely. Ooh. For bouncing back, just like Tigger. I get it. You get it. Took your small peanut brain a little bit. I'm cool. Tommy Canely, three pitches. Phenomenal. Crazy bounce back. Had the worst outing of his career. Three pitches versus a good hitter, Alonzo. Knocks him. Rookie of the Year. Knocks him on his wallet. Sends him back a peg at home and strikes his butt out. Sat him down, Jim. Shot him down on his wallet. Strikes him out. Oh, no. Tommy Canely's changeup is six to seven miles per hour fastball, faster than Jason Vargas's fastball. Yeah. You see when he was pitching to Alonzo? Yeah. Shut him down in his wallet. Oh, no. It's good. That was a good performance. Three pitches. Got him. Alonzo was like, I didn't swing. Everyone else was like, you did, though. You I'll tell you. It's hard to hit a baseball, but it's harder to hit it when you're sitting on your rump roast. He was sitting on his wallet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and that uh, anyone that listens to John Sterling and Susan know that they both say sitting on his wallet instead of, like, ass or whatever. But when right. Susan says it, she says, as John says, sitting on his wallet. Mm. And then when John says it, he says, as they say, he's sitting on his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> that that old phrase everyone still They says. never give themselves credit for saying it. They're always like, I'm, I'm quoting someone else. And it's like, no, you guys both say this all the time. <laughs> you both say it all the time. You both say it. Um, what didn't we touch on? Glaber plays one game. He goes two for three with a ribby and a walk. We texted, like texted Boone the night before. He said, yo, coach, play me in both. Yeah. Boone said, who, who is this? Is this one of my sons? Yeah. You're not on the team. Can't play you in both. Um, DJ has a two-hit game the second game. Um, we see Cameron Maven go hitless, what feels like the first time ever. Didi with the bad throws. We did that, but he was two for two for five with the stick. He's hitting 429. Hey, Deeds. Hey, Deeds. 
Mr. Deeds. You know when my uncle Dragon proposed um my uncle Dragon wanted to marry my aunt Nora, he called my grandpa up and uh gave this whole long spiel. He's Croatian, so he's broken English, he's struggling. Sure. He's struggling. I love your daughter so much. Blah, 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 blah. Um and at the end of my your grandpa said, Who the hell is this? You got the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, a good story. That's, that's what, a classic. That's what Boone. That's did that's him. today's that's today's five star review word. We haven't begged for reviews in a while. Five stars, Uncle Dragon. Yeah, Uncle Dragon. Two A's. Two, Two A's. A's. It's a very common name in whatever part of Croatia he's from. I actually, there's two dragons from that same part of Croatia in my family's life that are they don't know each other. Whoever leaves a six-star review, you get a wallet. You get a wallet to sit on. Oh, wow. Yeah. But don't sit on it for too long because you can, like, it's bad for the discs in your back. Your alignment. Your alignment will be all off and everyone will think, look at that. Look at that guy. His alignment off. He's probably been sitting on his wallet his whole life. I just did an alignment motion. Like, I was sitting on my wallet and I actually hurt my back a little bit. So Nice. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Let's go Yankees! Let's go Yankees! Let's go Yankees! Let's go Yankees! Let's go Yankees!